this week on This Galarian Life. The quest to restore Nava is on. The owlbears, they're dead. My only companion for several years, so... Oh, God, murdering all those owlbears really just <laughs> incredible. He even trucks and killed the table. But the party takes some time to settle in before returning to their duties. Uh, quick question. Does anybody have space at the end of their bed that I can curl up? Yeah, that's, why, that's, that's, that's why Gorgon got the twin XL. Thank you. Some continue restoring the town and others don't. I'm not leaving, Derek. <laughs> This is the most in-character decision I've made in my life. But great personal trials begin to unfold. If you can't kill your son, you want me to. I've tried everything. <laughs> is this a war they can win? Over the horizon emerges this massive army. Giants in their numbers, and dragons, and all sorts of like undead creatures. Listen to find out. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Scalarian Life. I want to tell a quick story real quick. We started the general process of starting the podcast a while ago, about two years I would say. We had several episodes in the bank. I released three of them and then had the hardest time getting myself to edit them and get them done. Work, life, stress, and everything kind of got in the way, but then finally... I sat down and made a commitment to start editing and putting episodes out once a week. When this episode goes live, February 4th, 2020, it will be 52 weeks, one entire year of having an episode a week. So this is like a super big milestone for us and I'm excited that we got here and I just want to thank every every person who's listened who made it worth putting in all the effort to get all these episodes done. We're not planning on stopping anytime soon, so I hope you enjoy this product that we're putting out. If if you do, in fact, enjoy it, please rate, review us on iTunes, follow us on Twitter, the same jazz that I talk about almost every week. It means a lot to us. It helps the show grow. It helps us grow as people, in a way. This one is kind of long, so I'm going to cut it short right there. Just thank you everybody for making this last year incredibly worth it. Presenting episode 58, A Nightmare's Tale. Eric, I'm a manager at McDonald's now. I'll throw you in the grimace pit. Nobody survived (laughs) that. Actually, Derek's general shape is perfect for the grimace costume, Derek. (laughs) Got a point. That's a, that's a, I don't want to be the first person to ever muffin top a grimace. <laughs> there you go, Derek. Jesus Christ! I wrote it myself. I I always saw myself as the fry kids, personally. Oh, somebody's a little full of themselves. <laughs> <laughs> so, <clears throat> what what are the general sleeping arrangements looking like? Um, is that Seneca chick still? I'm kidding. I'm staying with the lady in the temple. As am I. Uh, I'll I'll take first watch. Okay, that means Let's... everybody. I think it's I just me and Jacques. Uh, as we're alone, I kind of and you know she's kind of drifting off. I kind of like lay down, not like next to her, next to her, but like at a friendly distance. Me or and the lady? No, you, because you're the only like <laughs> person who can like. I I would lay down there and I would ask. Uh, so. What has happened since I've been gone? Well, Greg died. You know that. Um, 
We invaded a lot of forts. Yes, we kind of... Yes? Are those the one that I, uh, I found you all in? Uh, yes? Uh, Trovani? Yeah, that's where New Tullisburg is now. That was mm-hmm. where the dragon was. What's what's been going on with you since you've left? Because you kind of you kind of just left and didn't tell any of us. Well, you told Gurgoot, but like he doesn't count. You know when you find someone who you love, and that doesn't exactly it doesn't like go away. It kind of mm-hmm. sticks with you. Um, like I feel like I should know that, but I can't think of a person. But but sure, I I know what you're talking about, Shaq. I uh I made mistakes when I was young. Uh, too many, honestly. But one of those mistakes was, uh, I don't know, it makes me really rethink a lot of things. Now, when we're talking mistakes, um, see, I used to call certain things mistakes, and then I'd go get them taken care of so that they didn't grow up to be <clears throat> adult mistakes. For fun, 400 <laughs> at fantasy at, at Fantasy Planned Parenthood. <laughs> but no, uh... Like, when you're talking about mistakes, like, the mistakes I had could have grown into people. Is that what we're talking about? Or are we talking about, like, sad war crimes? No, no, no. You're, you you hit the nail on the head, maybe. I, I don't think if he was anyone else, I would have, I would have let, it, let him go on for so long. I, I think anyone else, and I would have, I guess, ended. I, maybe... Maybe if you're better at ending things like that. If if there does come a time, if if it comes between saving someone else and ending someone else, and I can't make that choice, I I think I really need you to do that for me. Let me let me just get this straight before I agree to anything, Jacques. He's hurt a lot of people. You're telling me though that when it comes down to it, if you can't kill your son, you want me to. When you say it like that, I feel like a terrible father. I've tried everything. <laughs> I, I really Sorry. have. Well, I, it is kind of I funny. Mean, it's, it's just, I have tried. I really have. I have done it all. I don't know. No. I tell you to stop doing something and I tell you why. And usually you listen. So I, I with anybody else, it would work. But I don't know. It's, with him, it, it never did. And it never, and it never does. Well, I mean, I will say that you came to the right person in the group uh, due to similar history with poor family choices and relationships. So I'll do my best, Shock. I really will. I'll let you get some rest. If Shock continues to talk at all, he will find that it's falling on uh, asleep ears. I probably at that point just kind of stare at the ceiling, thinking about <laughs> dramatically into the middle <clears throat> distance. Have I done the right thing? No, that's what Laura says behind a, a pillar. No, She's been <laughs> overhearing the whole thing. Oh wait, Laura's here. No. <laughs> and then I'd start arguing with Shelly, and in my head, she isn't talking to me, but I know what she would say. Yo, bro, that's dark. That was that was very good, Kev. I liked that a lot. Now I've definitely taken on something that I don't know if... Eh, it's probably within my character to kill someone that I don't know. Now our trust oh, and Gorgu's going to have a deep conversation. You do lots of murders. Yeah, all for reasons. Um, I mean, we killed lots of people, but for, like, good reasons. They were um, all evil. I mean, we hurt lots of people, sure, but there weren't people we knew. 
<laughs> well, arguably, they're not really. Oh, Jesus. If they're hobgoblins, no. I agree. Now I, do, now I don't See, Laura, feel bad that's why I like you. for you saying that Corkoo doesn't matter. It's very hurtful what you just said. And what's the sleeping arrangements for everybody else? So they're in the temple with, with, with the lady, right? Gorguza returned to wherever the party is normally sleeping. I assume the top floor of an inn somewhere. And he'll be staying up the night sharpening a blade. <laughs> so on nights where there's not a uh, wizard to keep guard over, do you all stay in the, the inn? Yeah, probably. How many rooms? Yeah, but also, uh, like, again, what's that Seneca check out to you? Oh, she's doing shipping stuff at night. Shipping. Okay, well. is worried about his known party members. He'll be staying in the same room as Truxton. And Truxton, you know us over the past several nights of doing this. Gorgug has really been spending most of the nights not getting very much sleep, but definitely staring at his sword in that book. Uh, Sierra probably has a room to herself to bring in a variety of people. And then I imagine Jacques and Laura are sharing a room for reasons. The most depressing room in the entire inn. <laughs> There's unless, Jacques, the unless Jacques wants to share a room with me. But I don't think Sirix and Laura would get along. Well, I would share a room with you. Uh, and I even share a bed. But I, I probably would be like, no, I'm not. It's been a lot okay. tired, okay? It's very, very tired. <laughs> okay, Sirix and Jacques are sharing a room. And Sirix can I slick, hold on, I, quick question. Does anybody have space at the end of their bed that I can curl up? Oh, that's, why, that's, that's, that's why Gorgu got the Twin XL. Thank you. Thank yeah, Gorgug, it's actually just a single room for Gorgug, but you're staying in. The sun rises the next morning. Everybody who's not at the temple makes their way back, and eventually Solomon, the cleric of Abadar, greets you. I don't remember his voice. I heard that uh, poor Nova here, she's not doing well. Sometimes in situations of mental breakdowns, it's not wise to go after healing magics right away. I would like to spend a couple a couple hours just uh, examining her and making sure that this isn't some sort of arcane curse that could blow up in our faces. You're more than welcome to do that. I will be staying with her the entire time. Okay. What was that bit that Bobby here was saying about her mother? Isn't it possible that her mother may be... Uh, uh, excuse me for the term, a hag. That would make sense. Nava is a changeling. But be advised, Cleric. I know you have some talent, but if left to her own devices, she tends to randomly cast spells, often quite dangerous. Uh, nothing really ruins a temple setting quite like Cloud Kill drifting through the hall. Well, obviously, but if uh, she is not allowed to recover her spells from her god or her arcane bonded items or spell books and spell components are gone. She has no means to cast the spells, so I feel pretty good. Oh, also this little cloak you have given her seems to help, so as long as we're careful with her, I don't see it being any issue. But in the meantime, if you all want to go back to reinforcing the town, I obviously can't make you leave, but it'll be very boring work. Perhaps. Let me ask you this. Cleric, have you met with Nava before in any substantial way? As the cleric of Abadar, I am involved sometimes in trade issues in the town. And when she would come in and bring some of her items, I would talk to her. But it'd be no more than 20 minutes at a time, perhaps. We've gotten to become acquaintances over the years, I suppose, but nothing more. I just, I just really would rather her not be 
left alone with a stranger, but I suppose you may recognize your face. I recommend if the mayor is available to have him perhaps sit with you. I believe they have a deeper relationship, Tara's uh, goes. Jim, adept Jim, send a sending message to the mayor. Bring him here. He has a friend in town. And she crazy as hell. <laughs> the mayor eventually gets there, and cleric uh, Solomon talks to him, and he agrees to hang out for a little while. So what's what's your all's game plan? Well, boys, we got work to do around this town. I think Truxy needs round two at that fucking wall. I would stay with Syrix. I'd try to keep her company and make jokes and try to defuse how intense and like serious the situation. Gorgug and Truxton and maybe Laura want to go over to the wall and see if they can figure something out. Yeah. We either go to the wall or go, uh, go recruiting with some sweet, sweet intimidate. Whatever y'all want. I'm done for uh, trying to get that wall back up. That's going to be important to hide behind. Sounds good. Grab your tools, trucks, and we're back at it. Okay. We're on the case. We'll make an honest gnome with you yet. You know, I've never met one personally. It's more of an experiment than anything else. Yeah, so when you all get there, uh, Garrett Gregalo, the uh, the owner of the foundry, is already at the wall, uh, and he's... Oh, gentlemen, over here, there's a, a spot in the wall that we found that we're trying to work on. Maybe you all would be of us some assistance? That is oddly helpful, yes. Well, I, I do run a foundry, and even though Derek doesn't know what that is, I do. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes, the master of metal, also the master of stones. Let's go see this wall. There's a weak point in the wall that you think could be fixed with a knowledge engineering, craft stone masonry, or a profession stone mason check. Well, I'm no good there, but I can inspire some competence to my little friend. Yeah, Laura's basically useless. You'll make that with a plus three of my inspire, buddy. Okay. And uh, uh, for the crowd listening at home, this is Gorgug staring at trucks like he's going to beat his fucking ass if he messes up. I didn't mess up. That's a 35. That was like the second best thing I could possibly roll. Between uh, Gorgug's inspire competence and uh, Garrett is over there uh, aiding as well. You uh, do indeed fix the portion of the wall. Hell yeah. And uh, you can increase the defense points of of the city of Longshadow by 10. You, you tracking that big guy or? Uh... Yeah, so you're at uh, 65 right now. Meanwhile, back at the temple. Oh, golly. Ah, oh, yeah. I have to say, you make the other people in this party very uncomfortable, and I really respect that. <laughs> you make them, you 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 make you just give them a look, and they they instantly feel uncomfortable. How do you do it? It's just everything about me, baby. I look over at the dwarf and I say, "So, what are you going to do to her?" Do to her? You said you, you wanted to observe. So, what what are you looking for? I'm just doing a series of heel checks to make sure that this isn't some kind of a strange spell and it is an actual insanity because if it's something worse than that then restoration isn't going to work well get on with it well i, I have been for at least the amount of time it takes to build a portion of a wall i know that's a, <laughs> i know that's a strange way to put it but in long shadow that's how we determine time halfway through his uh his observations the mayor stands up and says now if you all don't mind i have some Merely duties to take care of. Kill him. Stuff to do and whatnot. If you all would, I guess, stay here for a while, I'll be back in maybe an hour's time. I'll be here. And then he walks out, and uh, about five minutes later, uh, uh, Seneca walks in. Hey guys, how you doing? I know you, I 
her Danava was here. Who is this again? Sorry. The Seneca, really hot, the, the, the hot elf lady. One of the mayor's advisors that you guys fought in the verbal duel. Ah, uh, yes, uh, Nava, she's here. She's having a bit of a uh, health problem, but uh, hopefully the cleric can diagnose and help. How are you? That's uh, about as good as you can be when your town's about to be attacked in 10 days, uh, which is kind of why I came over here. You all, uh, I mean, obviously I understand if you want to stick around here and watch your friend, but I was wondering if maybe you wanted to take a lunch break and go, go uh, recruit sure. them again. Well, you could bring us the lunch, and then we could we could eat it here. But otherwise, I don't I don't think we want to leave. I'm I mean, not I'm not leaving. Okay, and I, I just want to hang out with her. But but I will take a rain check on that, and I wink at her, and we will recruit as soon as this is taken care. Of. That sounds good. Well, goodbye forever, and then she explodes. Goodbye. I'm not leaving, Derek. This, I know. Is, this is. This is in character. This is the most in character decision I've made in my life. Maybe four hours passes, and Solomon says, "This, this is uh, this is just simple schizophrenia. I might take more than one restoration spell. Unfortunately, I don't have more than one prepared for the day, but I can definitely, definitely start solving the problem. This, depending how deep into the schizophrenia she is." This will make her much more lucid. She will need to make a series of will saves over the next couple days. Does she need to succeed them or fail them? She needs to succeed them, but this restoration spell will decrease the DC, at least for the day. I think it might take two or three of them, but I can cure her. It's just, will take a while. There is also one other issue. Um, Yes. You see, I am a cleric of Abadar, and... This boy ain't do nothing for free. How much? Well, uh, 1,000, uh... Or we could pay you back by saving your town. Well, uh, the problem is, is restoration isn't just this spell I can magically cast. I need diamond, I need diamond dust. Guys, and we, we, have, it. Yeah, and we it. have it. And we have it. And I hand it to him. Well, that's very helpful. How much did I give you? Uh, you said not you gave us a full 64 stack. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, gave, I gave you a dime bag of diamond dust. No, god damn it, Derek. Just play Minecraft gold. like an adult. I know. It's a thousand gold. What play Minecraft like an adult. This is good enough for one casting, so here we go. It takes him ten minutes to cast the spell and make the caster a little check because of the nature of the beast. And he gets it. And her DC, uh, her insanity DC inc- or decreases. So to make sure she don't go crazy, Gavin. Go ahead and give me a will save. Uh, modifier is a plus ten. Twenty-six. Yeah. Yep. She's she's pretty good for the day. Uh, she she kind of snaps out of it. Thank you, heroes of legends. <laughs> That's a little joke. I know you probably don't like being called that. Thank you for all you've done to me, and also thank you. I'm I'm sure for saving my owl bear and my clockwork soldier. Uh, they will be did. of yeah. great use. Uh, I, I'm just going to be honest with you. The owl bears we we killed, they're dead. Oh man, that kind of sucks. Why? Oh, well, it's just my only companion for several years, so I don't know. I guess. Well, your only companion attacked us. So. You're not here, Trotson. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> He's just poking his head through the window again. As, as they're they're talking to her, you hear outside the window, Trotson Gorgulor pass by. 
Oh God, murdering all those owlbears. Really just <laughs> incredible. You see how he, he even trucks and killed the tables. You didn't have to, but my God, you did a great job with it. Yes, I'm sorry, but your companion did attack us. Uh, we were not aware of their situation, so we just oh. did what we could. Did you not see the collar? The collar on the I do not believe I, me. I do not believe that the DM described the collar. Oh and, no, uh, he did a block check. <laughs> <laughs> I like a block check. I have a plus 21, huh? Ooh, Jesus. Sense motive queen. 24. <laughs> I rolled a 3. Oh, this actually, she only rolled a 10, but this actually might. Ugh. Oh, I believe you, Cyrix, but only because you're so pretty. Well, thank you. <laughs> I'm, anyway. gla- I'm glad that you're feeling better. Of course, in a utilitarian sense, I understand that you had to do what you had to do. It's unfortunate because they could have proved useful in the battle to come, but assuming I'm under control of all of my faculties when that day comes, and I feel inside that I'm not quite there yet, that maybe I will, uh, I will be of service as well, assuming everything goes well. But anyway, uh... I, I'm I'm fine for today. This cloak and whatever the cleric did to me. And she kind of sniffs. Restoration, I assume. Got me feeling pretty all right. So if if you all need to do whatever you need to do today, that's that's fine with me. All right, I'll check back in later. Continue because this battle is from what I've seen, and I haven't seen into the future, but I've seen into the other realm, and I feel like this. What is coming could shape the fate of Galarian. Certainly a shape of Nermathos. So please, for the sake of us all, win this thing. I kind of ruffle her hair and promise that we'll try. So if we still have time, we'll go out and do some recruiting. You, you two track down Seneca again? Yes. And she goes, who, who do you want to recruit from? Because you did, you did the thieves last time. We've been uh, walking around the town for an extra three hours, stretching our asses. Do we have any like mercenary-esque type people in town? I mean, there's probably like a like a, a, like a veterans of foreign war kind of group that hangs like out. It. Yeah, absolutely. I'll go give them a little a bar. little show, and I do not want to imply or um, say things out of turn. But <sighs> these veterans often are agreeable to a show of femininity. That, that's the shock. That's literally what I just said. I said I oh. would give them a show. Oh, oh yes. Sorry. A I show, can't... you know, a show. And I kind of like waggle my shoulder. I will uh, I will be your hype man. Uh, <laughs> uh, Sen- you guys doing this with Seneca? Yeah. Um, We're having this conversation with Seneca. Right. Well, that, that, that'll probably work knowing these guys, uh, I know Larry really likes that shit, and he's kind of the leader. Tell you what, though, they, um, the veterans are sometimes a little bit on edge with uh, outsiders, so I'm going to go in first. I'm going <laughs> to hype you up a little bit. I'm going to tell them whether or not there will be nudity. <laughs> there won't. <laughs> Seneca. <laughs> Seneca, darling. Seneca. There will not be any nudity. Unless. Maybe Later. Later. Um, so she, yeah, so I'll go in first, tell them what's going on, and then I'll let you all make your pitch. Because you're the ones who've killed a dragon before. They'd eat that shit up, especially if you did interpretive dance me. Uh, okay. If that's what we want to, if that's where we want to go with it, you know? My dance Uh, is just as high as my diplomacy, so. 
Yeah, so she she goes in, then there for like two minutes or so, and then beckons you. I waltz inside confidently. So, uh, Seneca says you're gonna talk to us. Uh, what you gonna talk to us about? Says Larry, the pervert. <laughs> um, Larry. Do they all have? Do they all have name tags that have like their nickname <laughs> on it as well? Yeah, yes. it's, it's most. It's Larry the pervert, Jerry the pervert, Harry the pervert, and Greg. <laughs> Greg, the you're alive. Greg just sees you and goes, no, Greg jumps out the fucking window. It's, it's Greg with one G. And it, it says, Greg, the guy who knows what he did. I still hear them children screaming sometimes. <laughs> Scorching Ray in Vietnam. Jesus Christ. You make a lot of, I make a lot of Vietnam jokes. I was going to say. Believe <laughs> me. I rolled a fortunate one. Ooh. Oh, Lord. Well, you see, kids, if they <laughs> run, they're Iron Fang. If they stand still, they're well-trained Iron Fang. <laughs> hey, Larry, so from what Seneca's been telling us, you all are very skilled in combat prowess. Well, I would say so. That's how we got into this VFW right here. I'm hell. I'm also hell good at shooting pool. You'll have to. You'll have to show me that sometime. Uh, so we're here to see if y'all might be interested in joining joining the town in preparing for a siege from the Multhuni army. And by Multhuni army, I mean the Iron Fang people. We can certainly fight, but uh, we're also a little bit past our prime. Now, we obvi- obviously there's the guards here that can fight, but I mean, I don't know if we'd necessarily be the best. I sidle up to him, put my arm <clears throat> around his shoulders, <laughs> as he, I he flexes a little bit. I would hardly say you're past your prime, <laughs> and just like just <laughs> just lay it on thick. Uh, but I end it with like um, after I you know compliment him and like stroke his ego a bunch. Uh, <laughs> uh, say something like, and if if anyone feels that maybe combat wouldn't be, maybe that wouldn't be for them anymore. We need plenty of people to help strategize and help direct people and do what they can. If you are willing to donate your time, we will use you. Uh, give me a diplomacy check. Uh, can I aid? I rolled a 28 diplomacy. Okay. Uh, I aid her. Yeah, you're, um, he goes, I'll, I'll tell you what, uh, why don't you leave for a second? We'll uh, be all diplomatic, right? Like this uh, organization's supposed to be, and we'll take a vote. But uh, it's looking good, honey. That sounds wonderful, Larry. You and your wait. Hold on, hold on. It's Larry the pervert. Use my last name. <laughs> Larry the pervert. Thank you me. have been wonderful. Your brothers, Harry the pervert and Jerry the pervert. And Greg, who knows what he did. I earned my title in the Battle of Talbot. <laughs> I'm sure you'll all see reason and help um, us with this. And then I wink and jiggle my booty on out of there. So uh, you go back to whatever you were doing. And Seneca, a couple uh, about an hour later or so, comes back and says, They, uh, they agreed to help. Good job, guys. They I'm, said something about... 
a nice ass? I'm very persuasive and diplomatic. And yes, my ass is also beautiful. You nice. should you should check it out sometime, Seneca. Maybe when all this is over. And she looks to the sky. <laughs> Man, she's gonna die. Seneca, honey. <laughs> Don't give away spoilers. Stop killing off the female that I'm in love with, Derek. You killed Ferrum, you killed Auburn, you almost killed this witch lady, but she's more of a mother figure no. than a... Troxton almost killed the witch lady. You're five more defense points, Derek. Yes, that's an additional five more defense points. Congratulations. I'd like to put a crossbow with a knife outside of it, on it, I mean, around at various spots in the city, too. So you have one more action you can take today. Then we move on to day nine. I can diplomacy more people. Yeah, let's give you guys another half hour of solo time. What about our party, Derek? <laughs> what the fuck? Jeff, you never shut the fuck up. After you um, finish building the wall, you are walking back to get a, a drink at the pub, and you see Jack and Cyrix walking out of the local VFW, and you hear a lot of hooting and hollering from inside, and then a single billiards ball being clacked against I think she was trying think to. Uh, I trying to get a vintage strain of the clap. <laughs> I was doing important work, just as you were. Would you please stop disrespecting me, Gorgug? Laura rolls her eyes. Laura. Cyrix, the things I say, I say with nothing but respect. You are truly a master of the craft. Well, we want to teach these fucks how to fight, or teach the fucks in armor how to fight. So you're training the guards or the townsfolk? Do you all feel confident in training the townsfolk? Uh, I, my knowledge, my soldiery is not the best. I got a little bit of diplomacy. I could maybe assist. Okay. Can we get a double assist on Cyrix then? <laughs> um, so <laughs> the, some of the townsfolk have already kind of like started the process. And um, Solomon's actually sent like three of his clerics who kind of know how to fight out there to help. Um, so they're leading leading a kind of makeshift drills. And if you want, you can intercede and do better. I rolled a 33 on my diplomacy. Did that include the bonuses from Gurgug and I? That does not. Uh, Gurgug, did you make your aid check for me? But I do just make it by default, yes. Okay, I want you to roll it though. I want it for me. For me, Jack. Come on, please. 21, my friends. Thanks, Daddy. That raises her to a 35 minimum. And I, I rolled a 9 plus quite a bit, uh, 17, so a 26 to aid her. So you succeed and you gain, I think it's uh, five additional defense points. We just gave all these poor children an active shooter drill. They're now Alice trained. And traumatized. See that pencil in your backpack, kids? It probably won't pierce a suit of chainmail, but it will pierce a hobgoblin's testicles. Here, let me show you how it works. Trucks can come here and demonstrate. <laughs> um, and as you leave, uh, the sun is beginning to set, and there are no more. My action. Sun is oh, I got time for a few more things. Go Let's go check on Zelda Witch. I'll Gerald. take the I'll take the disadvantage and keep building. Okay. Well, <laughs> you, you, no, nothing happens. Oh, it was worth a shot. No, no, it wasn't. It was just wasted yeah. time. <laughs> well, you're wasting more time, so how about you get on? I wish I could waste time doing something other than scowling at Cyrix. Why do you hate me so much, Laura? 
Uh, the term antithesis comes to mind. I don't know where I learned. No, that I word. don't want to. I don't want to hear it from you, Gorgug. I want to hear it from Laura. Laura, why do you hate me? I don't hate you. I'm just disappointed in you. Some of your life decisions. Are you slut shaming me? That's a new word for me. <laughs> <laughs> why can't we be friends? She's kind of narrows her eyes. Maybe we can someday. <laughs> so what are sleeping arrangements like tonight? I'm staying in the temple again. I'll keep her company and continue to make jokes. Since Jack keeps not sleeping in the room, I get the room to myself again. So, like, I imagine they're just, like, giving you free free room and board for the week. So, like, do you take all your shit with you when you're um, out and about on the town? Or do you, like, leave, like, like T-shirts and shit in the rooms? I would leave stuff behind. Trucks, Trucks has got a good hand at locks. He's able to lock her. Good shit up, but yeah, you know, I mean, got those strong hands, you know, those yeah. gripping. It's uh, true. They're just, they're just <laughs> callous. Kevin? They're just callous, fucking iron, like just. We're just a <laughs> so who's going back to the hotel? Who's going back to the temple? I'm going back at the temple. As am I. Temple. Oh, oh, you're gonna, you're gonna join us, Truxton. Yeah, I'm bored with Gorgon. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, I was gonna change it up tonight, Trucks. I planned on staring into a fire for ten hours, but well, perfect. You can do that alone. <laughs> Even better, honestly. <laughs> Laura, uh, Laura would probably uh, go with Gorgu. You hate serious for good reason. Probably just she would uh, go to her room, say her prayers, and go to bed because she's a good, a good Christian woman. Yeah, except it's Aristotelian. No, no. Uh, Gorgu, uh, Laura, give me uh, perception checks. God, 19. I have a plus 14, and I rolled a goddamn 19. Roll 20 is made of bitch. Gorgu. 20 overall. The um, the maids did a pretty good job making your beds, and they even left mints on the pillows. Oh. Gorgu does I like do them. like mints. Yes. I like, I like the kind that are chewy, but, you know, they kind of morph to your teeth a bit. I agree. They, they, have, a little bit of, they have a little bit of fight. Do you all sleep tonight? Yes. Which ones? Gorgug Pond is inevitable death after this battle over one after. Yeah, I, I'll take first watch again, but yeah, I'll sleep. And I'll take second watch. We both look pointedly at Traxton. Yeah? Traxton, will you take third watch? Oh, God. I like he, saying, I'll, I'll take first watch. You hear from afar, he's really bad at watch, be careful. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was okay. just working out the kinks. I got it this time. Everybody give me will saves. Everybody, everybody? Yeah, everybody. Oh my god, I hate will We're going on a dream quest. Dream quest, making a will save with my friend Will. Holding that is one. It a, is it an going enchantment? Going on a dream quest. Um, 25. Gods, damn. Gorgu with a 19. Um, uh, Laura. Yeah, Bolder? Uh You're going to take a little bit of damage. Take nine points of damage. Excellent. I'm dead. Are you? No. I assume I healed. Nope. You did not heal overnight. Uh, you take... Hasn't it been a bit? Well, I mean, you don't heal tonight. It's been... You've slept one night. Don't forget, folks, that was a restful sleep, so kind of just two. Uh, except except for Laura. Well, I'm talking about the last night when we first got back to yeah, town. Yeah, okay. Um, but Laura, next day you're fatigued for uh, 24 hours. And you cannot regain arcane spells. Well, oh, I don't no. have spells, and I haven't been doing anything, so it's not really a big loss, honestly. Also, Laura, can you roll me a will save? Another one? Yeah. That one's a little better, 18. 
Now you're going to take three charisma damage. Three charisma damage? What <clears throat> the fuck? So, Laura, you have a, a night terror. You are in your dream. You are sitting on the tallest tower in Long Shadow with your bow aimed over the horizon, watching for creatures you might be able to pin down real fast. And over the horizon emerges this massive army, 20, 30,000 big giants in their numbers, fire ice giants and dragons and all sorts of like undead creatures. And there's a little area in the middle of space and in that area stands a single hobgoblin woman who's doing these very fanciful sword tricks. And she raises her hand and from like the crowd behind her splits like the Red Sea and they start pushing a cage forward through through the through the crowd and they open the cage. Give me a perception check. The man who emerges from the cage in front of the woman with the the precise sword dance she's doing uh, is none other than Gregory Toller. And she immediately plunges the sword into his heart and he dies. You wake up in a cold sweat. Another, uh, something else that would probably happen to her in that moment is uh, just kind of a moment would flash back to her previous life before she met Greg and converted to uh, be a follower of Aristil. And she just kind of like thinks of a litany of Gorum and bloodshed. And then it kind of like cracks back where, what, who she is again. And it all just kind of sets into her not sleeping for the rest of the night. And now we have two half-orcs who stay up all night and stare into fires grimly. This party's almost perfect. Four more to go. No. Um, well, that was a pretty fucked up dream, huh? Somehow Cop Greenleaf knows about it, wants to talk about it. <laughs> hey, oh, have you she ever shoots seen? him because she, he was, she was surprised. Hey, guys, I uh, I was sleeping last night and, oh, fuck, I had the worst, worst fucking dream of my life. Fucking Tom Brady goes out in the first quarter of the Super Bowl. Ooh, I, I, I just couldn't do it. I, I almost killed myself right then and there because I couldn't even imagine such a terrible thing. Truxton Pendleton. Yes, that's me. Um, you, while you're asleep, um, that's not a nightmare. You, um, you just this creature, uh, nondescript. It's it's like a, a humanoid with no face or features at all. Almost as if it's like a living mannequin walks towards this you. Sounds like a nightmare. Well, to each their own. And says, You must get out of here, Truxton. You have no reason to be here. You okay. cannot win this fight. You've said this there, was not a nightmare. There's nothing here for you, boy. Well, apparently I'm not having a nightmare, so this guy also just has like a clown nose on him or something. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, uh, there's, there's like. Fuck you're you. a, you're Fuck in like you. a field of tulips. Make me make me a uh, will save. Ooh, that's a crit fail, baby. Oh, it turns into a nightmare real quick. Oh no! I figured it would. It seemed like it was heading that way. <laughs> the nondescript creature walks over to like a wardrobe and begins putting on clothes. And you blink for just a half second, and there's uh, your good friend Navi standing in front of you. Oh, hi, Navi. Truxton Pendleton. Yeah. You don't know what you did wrong. Yeah, we discussed. You done fucked up a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Can I tell you something? Yeah, go ahead. I still love you. Uh, sweet. 
But it doesn't fucking matter anymore, does it? Nope. You're going to die. Yeah. You're going to die so... You so, too, though. I mean, eventually. Yeah. But... Sucks. The human condition. Yeah. You're in love. The um, condition. And then she... She begins growing and changing, and all of a sudden she's... Growing? Okay, this turned back into a fantasy, I see. <laughs> and all of a sudden she's that... The mob Is that boss... Oh, no. All of a sudden she's the mob boss from... From Krogodon. Hey. Oh, trucks and things aren't things aren't going great for you, are they? Well, we got our people working for you. Okay. We're trying to find you. Yeah. And then he, he picks you up by, by your very small day. though, it's hard. Yeah. Oh well all of a sudden you're in like a baby bjorn, like you ride around on Grogook and he picks you up and throws you on his back. Used to it. And he starts walking you Iron Giant style across the earth. And oh, Iron Giant style. I love this. Yeah, he, he drops you in the desert. and Freak the Mighty, folks. Good book. I know, given your personality, there there ain't nothing that ever is going to scare you. You don't really have any real attachments, do you? No, I can't wait to. Well, here's the deal. Mm-hmm. You're going to live forever. And oh, see, I just, somebody else just told me I'm dying soon, though. That person was a dumbass. Yeah, she was. And he drops she you down. me, for God's sake. He drops you down in the mes- middle of this hot desert. And he goes, we ain't on Galorian anymore. There ain't anybody here. There won't be anybody ever here again. It's just you. So you got to deal with you. That sounds sick. For the rest of your life. Yeah, I think that'll go really well. And then he flies away. Iron Giant style. He stops the nuclear warhead, but, you know. But I want the nuclear warhead to explode because I want to die. Yeah, well, it doesn't work. In this situation, you are stuck forever and no matter how far you walk there's just nothing well i don't walk anywhere so i don't know that for all i know there could be shit right over this hill i'm not even gonna look it's tough it's got a snort sand and you get a nosebleed i want to like get a scorpion to sting me see if that gets me high <laughs> doesn't fuck now i got this welt <laughs> nothing ever will get you high again truxton well hold on i'm gonna hold my breath and one night you fall asleep and a creature Kind of looks like a, a bugbear kind of thing, but kind of more wispy, dark. Comes up and you're like, it's like third person, and you're watching it from above. Slits your throat. Oh, thank and God. You wake up and you're alive. Oh, I just had the sickest dream, Sirix. No, not in the dream. You wake up and you're alive. Okay, I'm alive. All right, cool. I'm in the desert. Chill. It cycles between three things. Navi coming to tell you what could have been the bugbear creepy coming to murder you, but it never quite taking. And every third night, there are these two dark gnomes that you're standing with. And hey, Truxton, you, you can't leave. You can't leave your post, man. We gotta, we gotta watch this. We don't know when they're going to come. Got bad news for you, fellas. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I swear to God, if something goes on and you're off getting fucking high again, and you leave, and you feel a little bit of high. Not great, but you walk back, and every single time, dead on the ground. Something has clawed them or bitten them to death, and your life is a cycle of this, and it feels infinite. Then you wake up, and you take two, hey, my, two points of charisma damage. Ah, uh, whatever. You'll never get on that anyway. Well, I had the bad dream, Sirix. Can I sleep with you tonight? Wait, what? My dream was, it was trash. I had a trash dream. I was in this crazy cribbo. 
I didn't even know what I was seeing. Point is, can I curl up on the end of your sleeping bag? Well, come, come here, little buddy. And I nestle him into the crook of my arm and use him as a pillow. <laughs> do you do anything, Laura, other than just stay in your room? Uh, she's very quietly muttering to herself her uh, prayers to Aristil. Try and calm down. Everybody give me perception checks. 21. 31. Suck my dick, Will. I'm going to beat you. I'm going to beat you. You beat neither of us. Yep, nothing. This would probably be second watch, I guess. At this point, I would be up. I would be watching. Cyrus, give me a uh, will save against an enchantment effect. Uh, 34. And Gorgug do the same thing. Uh, I'm okay, too, I guess, with a 25, hopefully. My God. Yep, you guys are good. Cyrix, um, <laughs> I feel like you should have seen this before, but you don't until you hear the sounds of a spell being cast. And Gorgug, you're waking up by the sounds of a spell being cast. And uh, right in front of you, both of you, are a creature across the town. They're across town. They're bugbears, but they all they look kind of smaller than your traditional bugbear. Kind of wispy-ish. Yeah. Um, and everybody give me initiative. Ten. Uh, what condition did I get? Exhausted? You're fatigued. Fatigued? Is Gavin the only good creature? Good character? No, Gorgook's uh, kind of good. Truxton is awful neutral. <laughs> Gorgook's never done anything. Arguably, he's never done anything evil. Laura, you're in a different room than Gorgook. This is true. So, and the creature's in the room with Gorgook, so I'm just gonna say it's a a move and a standard to get to where he is. You got it's it's like one of those rooms with the it's a suite. Kick the suite door down, shoot it with a bow. This motherfucker catch me sleeping or what happened here? Oh, you're awake because uh, you heard the spell being cast. Um, but you're flat-footed, so she's gonna five foot step, use a move action to study her target, and then then attack. <laughs> um, does a twenty-one hit flat foot? It ties, so yes. Well, actually, no, it hits straight because my shield's not going to be up, so yeah. Um, take 14 points of damage, and then I want you to make me a will save, please. Oh, God, so many. Ah, it finally fucked me. Nine. Uh, you're shaking. Oh, this is a fun turn of events. Uh, just being close to this creature makes you feel incredibly uneasy, and you are very fearful. Laura Toller. I assume I hear shenanigans happening in my side suite. Yeah. And uh, what did you say it was to get over to that part? We'll call it a move action to get to the door. You're like in a suite, so it's a move action to get to the door and then a standard to open the door. All right. Uh, yep. I'll grab my bow, walk over there, open it, and be like, Grogu, what's going on? Oh, hell no. Um, standard movement. I'm not doing anything else other than saying, oh, hell no. Uh, Jacques. Next turn, though. Yeah, you're going you're gonna to fire. All right, Derek. Looking at this thing that made me feel so uneasy. Can I figure uh-huh. out what it is? Um, I mean, it's Bugbear, but give me a knowledge religion check if you have it. Ooh, let's find out. Nope, nope, hey, sorry. No. I'm sorry, it's knowledge planes. Oh. <laughs> oh, I got so excited there for a second. Yeah, I don't got that. Okay. Well, there's only one thing to do in a situation like this. Fuck Our it up. uses his move action to begin a bardic performance, uh, inspire courage, so... Plus twos all around, folks, including against fear effects, which might count here, I'm not sure. And he'll go ahead and ignite his sword with arcane energy and go for a smack on his something. Shaken's a negative two, right? Yes. Oh, boy. Yeah, I don't think a 14's going to do it. Nope, not quite. And Gorgug reignites his shield. Uh, but it is Trox and Pendleton's turn. Oh, yeah. It's a sleepy boy. 
I'm sleepy. Well, you're you're prone. Ash. You got woke up by the, the noise of Sirius. Okay. Uh, full uh, full move action to stand up or whatever yep. that takes. And then can I uh, pull out my crossbow and shoot it? Front yeah, that, that's fine. Whatever. Blocking almost ten percent of his body. <laughs> you can stay back there and take a shot if you want. All right, I'll stay back and take a shot. I'm going to say it's got a little bit of cover because Cyrix is in the way. Okay, what do I do to account that? It's, it's on me. It's not you. Any bonuses right now or is it just straight? Uh, no, you're just straight. It is straight, baby. 14. I want it. All right. Well, hey, fire to warning shot. Spooky, uh, but right? it is it is Cyrix's turn. I will stare at it, thus okay. invoking a negative three to its will save and cast mental block. Fails. Nice. Does that also drop as AC, your uh, stare? No, not yet. That's my next thing all that I'll add to it. I would have taken it, but uh, Psychic Inception was better because we'd been running into so many mindless creatures. Yeah, Psychic Inception is the shit, so yeah. Oh yeah. Hey, uh, Jacques, your turn. I'll stand up, take a five-foot step to get close to it, and then I'll smite it and hit it. Does a 24 hit? Does not. Does okay. not. So I swing and it kind of flows through, and I'm like, ah, shit again. That's that sucks because I rolled max damage, which is 45 for me. So it's that one's turn. Five foot step and attack Cyrix. I think she spelled at him. First one misses. Second one is a 23. That will hit. Uh, take eight points of damage. Okie dokie. And everybody uh, who is within 60 feet, give me a will save, please. Enchantment? Am I within 60 no. feet? Yeah. Yeah. This is a fear effect, so I guess Jacques probably immune and gives you a plus four, right? Yeah. Yeah, and I think, Laura, you'll get a plus uh, one against it. I don't fear anything, so I'm That's immune. good. Nope, you guys are good. Okay. Okay, so this one does a thing, and or that one... The one who's in the hotel with Gorgug and Laura will five foot step back and then make an intimidate check. That succeeds. Um, give me will saves Laura and Gorgug. It's a fear effect again. It's actually going to be a plus two, Laura. Well, lot T down. Unnatural 20 for 23. You're good. Oh, same deal. 29. Both are good. Don't you try to play my game, boy. And it is Laura's turn. I do that funky thing I do where I shoot them. Uh, I am getting a few minuses because being fatigued. That's a natural 20 for 35. Uh, that'll hit. 26 confirmed. Are you good? What? What's your alignment? I'm neutral. True neutral? Uh, I'm lawful neutral. Yeah, it hits. Um, fuck. You're, it's 3d8 for the crit, and then it's another d8 for vital strike. It's an orc form, but it does 2d6. Yeah. Or well, you're right. So it would be 66 plus another 2d6 for vital strike plus whatever your bonus is. Take your 39 and add another uh, 24. And you just do the flat 63 damage. He does 39 on his crit, or on his hit. And then with a crit, he does an extra 46. Oh, and then there's all his flat bonuses. I'm sorry. Just do 65. We'll call it good. You probably have more, but I don't know. Okay. Uh, it's still up on the... Or go ahead and take that non-lethal. Actually, you're fatigued. I don't think you can rage. Oh, damn. You're right. All right, all right, roll a little. Well, at least it's still a horn bow, and that's 46. 8d6 plus your bonuses. What? What is the 
cords of stubborn resolve, it lets you get rid of fatigue, right? No, no, it, it removes fatigue. Not, I don't think it's. I don't think it allows you mechanical difficulties. Please stand by, viewing audience. Oh, you're right. You're right. So you can take a D6 non-lethal and gain and still gain the fatigue and not gain the. Fatigue. All right, so we'll just do that damage. We'll say right. you didn't get fatigued, but you take two D6 points and non-lethal. Or non-lethal. I'm still up. Um, Gorgoog. That was a pretty good shot. We'll five foot step and full attack this ass. Does a 26, no, I'm sorry, does a 28 or a 14 hit? 14 does not. The first one does. Not bad. Take, uh, this shaking, is shaking's just to hit, right? Or is it also damage? It's just, it's, yeah, it's just to hit. Okay, it'll take 20 damage. Now, Derek, I have a very important question for you. It can. Good. <laughs> What's a 42 Intimidate do? Uh, it's, insane. it's almost maxed out, boys. That's You're seeing what I can almost do. Big dog. And that's what you get for trying to spook me. Uh, it's a 24 on the will save. 18. Yeah. To go further. And it's a 24. Good. Well, you can you can be shaken, though. Okay. I'm very shaken. Uh, Trucks and Pendleton, your turn. I'm going to hit his ass. I bet you are. Give me one second. Any bonuses to this attack? Nope. I assume you're going to move. Yes, I, yes I'm, I'm on a five foot step and pull out my. I'll drop the crossbow because that's free, right? Dropping the crossbow, pulling out the sword during the five foot step. Uh, 33 crit threat. Uh, roll that crit. Confirm it. 33. I imagine that confirms. Uh, 30 damage. How's he looking? Like you took less than 30 damage, but he's what? all right. Less than 30 damage. Mmm. Whoa, a twist. Xerix. Uh, I'm going to faint oh. and then attack. Roll the 30, faint. Yeah, that'll do it. Just, oh, <laughs> that's a crit. Uh, confirm it. God damn it. It's three in a fucking row. Well, it's a natural one, so it doesn't confirm, but well, I assume but it, it hits. hits. Yep. 27 damage. Doesn't look like it quite does all that, but they're doing pretty good. Second attack, uh, 14. Nah, no. <laughs> I assumed. Uh, Jacques. All right, I'm going to take a step back uh, so I don't get the negatives from them being close with my glaive. And I'm going to swipe down on uh, 24 misses, right? Correct. All right, I miss with my first one again, cursing, and then slicing with my second one. That one rolled lower, unfortunately. I'm so sorry, Shock. For a first combat in about six months, you have not auto-critted killed something. Rest in peace, life. I'll try to dump this character, too. Hold on, hold on, hold on. For some reason, I didn't get all my bonuses on the second one. That would have made it a 24. Yeah, 24 doesn't hit. (laughs) Derek hates me. You rolled a 24 on the first one, buddy. (laughs) Um, This one will five foot step back. Everybody give me will saves. Jacques got a 24. Fucking 24s. I got a 29. Cyrix is fine. Hell yeah, she is. Uh, Truxton with a nat 20, 26. Cool. Uh, You all are good. And it's it's, uh, Laura and um, Gorgug's one's turn. Charge at Laura. Gorgug, you can make attack of opportunity if you'd like. I can hear you, son of a bitch. But what I see. Well, uh, 21 do it? Nope. Holy fuck. Uh, Laura, give me a will save. I got a nat one. Uh, You're frightened. 
Sweet. Good thing I have the conditions tab open. And then on the charge attack is a 24 hit. On me? Hell yeah. Uh, take nine points of damage. Also, Laura, it's your turn. All right. So I have six effective health. I'm going to take a five foot step back. You are frightened. Oh, do I just have to run? Oh. All right. Yeah. Um, do I drop my weapon when I do it? No, you're not. I think that's cowering. Or that's panicked. Panicked, you drop everything. Frightened, you just try to flee. Yeah, I guess I flee from it. Attack of opportunity is a 25. Uh, Seven points of damage. So whenever you're frightened, can't you withdraw? Because it doesn't say that, like, I have to run. Because, like, if you have spells, you could, like, dimension door away. Yeah. I think it just says you have to get out as fast as possible. But I will look it up. No, that is exactly what it says. They can just withdraw. Oh, yeah, that's fine. I think a panicked person can't, though. I think they actually just yeet no matter what. I'll withdraw a good distance away from it. Okay, well, then ignore that attack of opportunity. Gorguga, it is your turn. Fuck you, kill it, please. Well, it's kind of an awkward situation I find myself in. Gorgug will... How far do you have to move to charge? Ten feet, but it's through a door. Oh, uh, yeah, good point. Well, it, cl- it, it, it closed the door behind itself. It's very polite. No, but you the way you're positioned, you would have to charge, like, around a corner, and you can't make a 90-degree right, turn. Right. You? I get you, I get you. All right, Gorgug will move in for the attack. Okay. Does a 24 do it? Uh, no. What the fuck? Is it gaining AC? Against <laughs> some of you. Uh, give, give me a spellcraft check, Gorgug. There we go. As you're trying to figure this shit out. 21. Uh, it seems like it's got this weird aura about it. You would pin it as protection from good. Ah, I see. But also, 24 is not good enough to hit anyway, without the bonus. But, Drugs and Pendleton, it's your turn. Happy to hear it. Uh, I'm gonna fuck him up. Okay. Okay, so I will five foot step, and I will full attack. This is, of course, for the listeners, a studied strike. Uh, 30 on the first. Yes, that hits. 15 damage. Uh, 13 on the second, that'll miss. But it is Sarix's turn. I'll faint again. 35. Yep. That faints him. 23 for Flatfoot AC. Uh, yeah, that hits. Sure for goes. 24 damage. Can I faint on my second attack? It works your... Uh, do you know, yes, Gavin? You get the, yes, Does it work get, the whole turn? Do what? Yes, but you get the minus five. <clears throat> Isn't fainting a move action? I think you can use it as a move action if you have... Uh, well, it's not a C and B. Um, she has improved faint. Take it's a move two. action. So you only get one attack. Okay. The second attack. 24. What are you talking about? Just second if attack. If you fainted, you used a move action, which means... Oh, you god damn it. Yeah. Well, never mind then. But you hit and did a bunch of damage. Sure. Uh, Jacques, bring us home. Jacques swings with a 28 to hit. Please. Uh, yes. That is 43 damage. Uh, dead. Thank god. Um, it's the other one's turn. It five steps towards Laura, spell, and vanishes. Goodbye, Gurgoog. End of combat. Party that killed one, what do you do? I start walking towards... I, 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 start, I get really close to the unconscious slash asleep uh, person we're protecting. I would imagine Nava probably woke up. I'll come sugar and, like, just... Uh, get, 
get close, make sure she's okay. Yeah, I'm okay. These bugbears, you've seen them once, you've seen them twice, I guess. Good night. Good night, everybody. So what... It might be the first time I leave that sound in the episode. <laughs> That's not true. It's been in episodes before. Um, so so what do you do with the body, I guess? We keep it for science. You're not here. Uh, Truxton. Yes? What do you think we should do with the body? Uh, we got, like, matches, or... Well, I mean, you're the alchemist type. Yeah, but I gotta have ingredients. Uh, is there like a cupboard around here? <laughs> Do you like examine the loot on the body? Oh, sure. Oh, sure. Examine the loot. <laughs> Duh. I, oh, take, this, I, take the, I take the loot out and I do a little strummy strum. Yeah, I was going to say, I know this, this bug bear can play music. Um, So it's got a couple things. A plus one, two plus one punching daggers. Five darts. Cloak of Resistance plus one, a Ring of Protection plus one, 43 gold pieces, and perhaps more importantly, a plus one Shadow Breastplate. Uh, you also find a note scribbled in Goblinoid. Do you read Goblinoid? I don't. Truxton, you're an in-based character, right? Uh, uh, what about... That, what about our good friend... I know you hate him. Uh... I'll go take it to him and ask him. Jogo? No, I stay with her. Oh, wait. It's Goblin? Yeah. 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 Truxton, you son of a bitch. I forgot. I really don't read. Well, to be fair, you have have bluffed bluffed your way through pretending to know a lot of languages. That's true. And this is just another one to add to the list. Okay, it says I'm a big dumb goblin. I hate, I hate you, gobble gobble. Is that really what it says? No, it says Q Derek. Azarazi requests that we have spies and infiltrators in the town of Longshadow. Perhaps the best place for you all to hide out is a shipping warehouse owned by half elf woman by the name of Seneca. Infiltrate your way into the warehouse, find a good place to hide, and then do what you do best. Kasarok. <sighs> she was so pretty, too. I should have realized it. I mean, you don't get the impression that, like... No, she betrayed me. Okay. <laughs> it just said, infiltrate the warehouse. I know. Now, to be fair, revenge sex isn't out of the question for Cyrix, is it? No, not at all. Thank you. Thank you, Laura. You understand me. I guess in the morning we should probably go check out the warehouse. You I just agree. Leave this, you just leave this rotten corpse here? Yeah. Uh, we tell someone to get rid of it. Fine, Derek. Okay. Truxton and I heft the body out and like hide it in the trash bins. How is it already rotten? I give it a few <laughs> lay on hands to make sure it's dead and not undead. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's not undead. Okay, so you just throw it by some trash cans until the morning? No, we put it in the trash cans. Okay. Well, it is it is collection day tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. Um, who, who who takes it out? Me and Truxton. Truxton's canonically good at moving bodies. Big facts. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, you go back to sleep. Nothing help. It happens. No more weird dreams. You wake up in the morning. Um, what, what What's the plan for today? We'll say uh, Gorgug and Laura get there as you guys are 
getting up. So, Gorgoop, this weird thing... Ha- Actually, Laura, I'm trying to be friends with you. I'll talk to you instead. This weird thing happened last night. So there, this, there was this bugbear that broke into the Try temple. Try to attack and, tra- and kill you. How did you know? L- Laura's do just you, got, like... She's really you, bloodied still and, like, not looking well. Yeah, same thing. Both of us survived. I mean, it was, it was, it was easy enough to kill, but... Ours did get away, but it's wounded. Okay, two strong half orcs can kill this thing. I mean, it ran away because we were killing it. I sh- I shake my head disapprovingly at Gorgug. Well, at the very least, it's nice to be noticed by a higher power, enough to send assassins after all. Perhaps you learned something from the body, <laughs> the one you. See. Oh no, not at all. We got a note. Well, we did. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, forgot about that. Trexton. I thought you were talking about. <laughs> you were talking about like knowing what it was. We don't really know anything about that. Uh, but Trexton found this note that he so artfully translated. It was sus. <laughs> what? Suspicious. Gotcha. Well. Uh, tell you from my limited interaction with the beast that it did come prepared, at least for some of us, it had a protection spell cast upon it against those of the more egalitarian alignments. Speaking of egalitarian alignments, where's the paladin? He's literally right I here. I thought you were staying with the person. You guys are <laughs> like in, in the temple. Oh, I thought they came to us. Okay, yeah. Uh, Laura's going to kind of limp over. I cast some cure light is that enough, William? Mm-hmm. Take, Take twenty-two points of healing. Thank you. So, what's what's the game plan? Probably the same thing as always. Recruit some dumb fucks to fight. We should probably start searching for their goddamn airbase. Yeah, we should. So, um, as you're leaving, this isn't a cliffhanger, but give me a perception check. All of us. Yeah, somebody just make one. Yeah. I got this, boys. I'm baller. Yeah, I haven't been rolling so hard. I, so I, I, I rolled a 24. <laughs> I rolled a net. <laughs> you, you look at the trash can you threw the body in. Hey, where did that body go? I rolled a 24. Hey, where did that body go? Hey, hey guys, guys, where did that body go? Uh, body? It probably decomposed already. Nothing to worry about. Trust you. Oh, my God. Bugbears are known to have... A very severe flesh-eating bacteria in their fur whenever they pass away. Yeah, it so, consumes so, them very rapidly. Yeah, so the bugbear body is not in the trash can anymore. Well, let's go to the shipping warehouse. Let's get this over okay. with. So, um, you all... It's, it's closed at the time you get there, but you do a little inspection around back, and there's... Um, whoever has the highest perception bonus, give, give me a roll. 32. Jackson got it. Got <laughs> <laughs> uh, Laura. God, I can't roll for shit tonight. Exactly. So you That's find for you. kind of in an, at a little corner in the back, um, uh, kind of like a a niche uh, carved out in like crates where creatures have been living. <gasps> you find two important things. One is stack of orders from the Iron Fang Legion, or from General Azarazi about uh, troop movements in the region that seemingly were supposed to be passed on by whatever creatures were living here to a General Kasarok. 
Um, they detail some of the locations of camps in the areas, so you guys now know are for next week. Also, these these uh, documents have not made it to their destination yet. Who's the destination? The the general who's going to lead the the battle of Long Shadow. Then who sent them? The general who's in charge of the Iron Fang Legion. How'd they route through here? Because whatever, they, these creatures were clearly like infiltrators and spies. Scouts. They gave us the thing oh. that could teleport. Yeah. Second, you find a uh, pile of bones that have very clearly been a tooth that eaten off of. Uh, give me a heel check. Paladin, please. This is bad idea, but I will try. I roll a 13. I rolled a 15. Hold on. Uh, it's a human male. And Wait, dude, it, a human male. Is this Jack? <laughs> no, it's a different human male. But as you're going through, like at the, at the bottom of the pile, you see a uh, flint of gold. Cash Check it. Money. Check it. What, what you, kind of flint? You find a holy symbol, a uh, very, uh, uh. very ornate holy symbol to the god Abadar. Uh, outstanding. Oh, no. That 100% matches the one that Solomon gave you a couple weeks ago. And that's the end of our broadcast week. Well, I'm glad you didn't fucking kill off the girl. Derek really likes killing all of our clerics. Derek, (laughs) your Truxton dream scene was very good. (laughs) That was really cool. uses trademarks and or copyrights owned by Paizo Incorporated, which are used under Paizo's community use policy. We are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. This podcast is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo Incorporated. For more information about Paizo's community use policy, please visit paizo.com forward slash community use. For more information about Paizo Incorporated and Paizo products, please visit paizo.com. Iron Fang Invasion is copyright 2017. Iron Fang Invasion and the Pathfinder Adventure Bath are trademarks of Paizo.